y'all, it's Amelia Rose, and welcome to Say La Me. Welcome back if you are a returning listener, and welcome if you are new. I hope you guys are doing super well. I'm doing great. I'm very excited about today's recording session because I love the content that I'm recording today, but also it feels like it's been a while, even though it's only been like 10 days uh, since I've had a normal recording session. I feel like it has been a long time because the Taylor Swift stuff threw everything off in a positive way very positive way but it's still it's like oh my gosh I haven't had a normal recording session since then my life has not been the same but (laughs) anyway it's been good it's been really good um this week for work has been pretty good pretty great like kind of run of the mill but this next week like coming up is going to be kind of a lot I've got a lot going on that I can't wait to recap in next week's episode but I am going to a certain event that I'm excited about. I am going on a photo shoot that is potentially happening. And I am also, like, I have an article to write. I finally got all the information for that. And there's just a lot going on. There's a lot happening this week. And so, yeah. And then next week, there's a lot happening next week as well. Um, there's again, more events, more things that I'm doing. And then the next week, my sisters and I are flying out to Charleston, which I am completely excited about. I'm, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Uh, but it is just, (laughs) it's a lot. It's a lot. November is looking really busy. But anyway, as I'm recording this, it's October 30th. I don't have any plans for Halloween really. Uh, except for just being cozy at home. Honestly, if you present me with a chance to stay cozy at home, I think we're planning on making hot chocolate. Obviously, uh, giving candy the kit to the kids who like come trick or treating. Um, that's the extent of my Halloween plans, you know. And I'm not mad about it. I'm very, very happy. Also, this weekend has been super good. I actually made some gluten free brownies that turned out fabulously. So. I'm excited about that. I just found out, I kind of just looked at this, um, it's Bob's Red Mill gluten-free flour blend, but it's like a one-to-one thing, and it truly does work, and I can also have everything in it, which is exciting, because not everything that's gluten-free I can have, and so to find things that are gluten-free that I can also have because of my histamine intolerance really, really helps. It's very great. It's awesome. So, that was a big win this weekend, so... It's nice to know I can at least make brownies. So I can't wait to use it to make other things. I want to make like pumpkin cookies, chai cookies, cupcakes. I'm very excited. So the possibilities are opening up, which is great. Uh, basically, this weekend is also just taking care of a bunch of stuff. I was telling my coworkers, I was like, they're like, what are your weekend plans? And I was like, um, doing things, just like getting things done, marking off my to-do list. It's not anything to write home about, but it's fun. So anyway, all right, let's get into today's episode. I put up a poll on Instagram asking if you would rather have a live chat about friendships post-grad and like all of that, or if you want an episode on how to romanticize your life. Obviously, by the title, you can tell you chose how to romanticize your life, which is very excited about. I have had this in my drafts for a little while, and I've just been waiting for the right moment to record it, and I wasn't really sure if it was something that y'all would want to hear, but it was pretty overwhelming. I think it was like 70% of the people who voted said how to romanticize your life. So I was like, cool, the answer is pretty clear. Let's get on this. So yeah, it's so, so fun uh, to be able to do this episode. But first, I want to talk about my thoughts on romanticizing your life. I think um, that 
an important component of romanticizing your life that I don't hear many people talk about is that I think you need to go into this process knowing that your life will never be perfect. You know, it's only when you realize that, that you can have happiness in how it's going right now. And I feel like romanticizing your life isn't about like necessarily, I don't know, it's about perspective, not growth in my opinion. Like that's how I look at it. I don't look at it. It's like, how to romanticize your life? That means you're going to like, you know, get a better job or blah, blah, blah. It's basically about how to be content and what's going on now, um, more so than growth. And I'm not saying you can't grow, but it is kind of a way to, how do you make what is going on now seem better versus, you know, how do I change now if you're not necessarily, you know, in love with how your life is now. Even if you're not in love, even if you're not not in love with it, sometimes there are those days where you feel like, oh my gosh, it's Monday and it's boring, it's whatever. Like even over the weekend, the weather yesterday was very like rainy and whatever. And it's kind of interesting because I feel like it got to my mood. I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm, I feel just kind of like in this weird mood, like not even super peppy, whatever. But the moment it turned nighttime and I was like watching TV and it was raining outside, it actually became really cozy, really kind of romantic. Like the weather romanticized my life during the weekend. So I do feel like it has to do more with perspective than with actual, um, the actual goings on of your life. So that's my, um, opinion on it. Also, I do believe that you need to go into it not with the need to romanticize your life because if you feel like you are needing to in order to get through, um, if you're able to change whatever circumstance is making you feel that way, you should. And sometimes you just do. Like sometimes you're stuck and it's going to be a couple months before you can change whatever circumstance it is that is making you feel like your life isn't really that great. So I get that. But I think that romanticizing your life is sometimes treated like a band-aid. Well, it should be treated like a band-aid, not as like a fix-all because people are like, oh, if you can, you know, look at it in a certain way, it it will like be better, even though it's not, it just looks better. I don't know if that made sense to you, but that's kind of like how I view it. I view romanticizing your life as making things better, not necessarily fixing things. So just wanted to get that out of the way um, before the episode, you know, before I started launching into how to romanticize your life. This is not an episode on how to fix your life or anything. It's just to kind of make it give yourself some perspective and kind of amp you up on days where you're not totally like on board with <laughs> with how your life is going. Because believe me, there are some boring days where I'm just like, okay, this is not fun. <laughs> this is not romantic. This is not glamorous. And your life you know, life isn't glamorous, but sometimes you just want it to be. So here are ways to kind of make it feel that way, how to make you feel like you're living your best life, all of that. Uh, My first tip is to take pictures, especially take pictures that you are not going to post on social media. And I think that I get I got this perspective when I quit social media like a year and a half ago and I am going to do an episode on that for Podmas, which I'm excited about. I'm going to do a little episode on, you know, how that went, why I came back, all of that. But suffice to say, I was on Instagram, then I wasn't, now I'm back. Um, And so I kind of missed taking pictures when I was off of Instagram. I was like, 
great, you know, I have these pictures, but what am I going to do with them? And I'm like, duh, just keep them on your phone. Um, and then you're not pressured to have the great lighting and blah, 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 blah. And so I took pictures of the happy moments that I didn't post on social media because I didn't have it. And I have an album on my phone that's full of happy moments, like a sunrise on my walk or coffee that I got one day just because I wanted coffee. Like hopefully I'm doing tomorrow. I really want to get coffee tomorrow. Um, and so I have those pictures on my phone and they're not social media quality photos you know but like I I can scroll through that whole album of photos and know like hey I was really happy here when I made this lunch that was great or I was happy here when my cat was cute and all of that and so I find that I take pictures of really like simple moments where I'm like I'm happy and so I take a picture um and it's not really of me you know I would actually say a way to probably romanticize your life depending on where you are in your life because I really don't take very many pictures of myself but I feel like a lot of us take a lot of selfies and so if you are taking a lot of selfies I would say cut back on the selfies and just kind of take photos of what's happening and not necessarily you while it's happening um, that's a little bonus in there, but I definitely love taking photos that I'm not going to post to social media because it kind of feels like, like a little secret, like a little something just for you. It's not for everyone else. It's not like, oh, look at what I'm doing, you know? And also kind of, some people get disappointed when they go somewhere and, you know, they're having a great moment, but the picture, the quality of whatever they're doing is not Instagram worthy. And that's a way to kind of like, I guess, minimize what you're doing and not just kind of live it to the full. So I would just say take pictures, even if you're not posting them on social media, save them in an album on your phone that is full of happy moments that when you're just, you know, life is, isn't as sparkly, you can just kind of like scroll through and be like, oh, it's really the simple thing. That kind of goes into my next point, and that is to embrace simplicity in order to romanticize your life. I think the things that we romanticize are, like, being in really big stages of life. Like, sometimes, you know, even romanticizing romance, you know, being in love with someone, being someone's girlfriend, someone's fiancé, someone's wife, um, whatever. Uh, and this life's bigger moments we tend to think oh my gosh that's what I need to be happy I need to go on a big trip or I need to have like a big like purchase like I need to buy a home or a car or something like that and we forget about the small moments which is actually more doable more feasible and sometimes even more exciting when they're spontaneous and they those moments can really help you feel like your life is you know happier or more um, glamorous or whatever you want it to be, however you want to romanticize your life, it makes your perspective more fun, you know, like I mentioned, getting coffee just because. That's a nice little moment. It doesn't cost as much as taking a big trip, you know, but it can really bring you joy. And I feel like the things that get splashed across, especially social media, but the things that get splashed across, you know, people's stories about like, oh my gosh, I remember doing this, I remember doing that, are like really big trip. So I would say try to prioritize the smaller moments like getting coffee just because, going on a walk, spending a day doing something you love. You know, it depends on your life as to whether or not, you know, something is 
a bigger deal to you, you know, because I know um, a coworker of, of mine works a lot of weekends. And so for me, having a day to do something that I want to do isn't as big of a deal as it would be for her because she works on weekends. I'm like, okay, I can always, you know, not schedule myself, say no to invitations on Saturdays and whatever. And just if I felt the need take a day for myself but she literally has work and I know for her that would be a bigger thing for her to be like I have a whole day to do what I want like wow that is awesome uh and so just being able to see what is kind of within your means and within your capabilities in life and trying to schedule in things that make you happy simple things going to the library or I don't know whatever floats your boat but it doesn't have to be something big. I feel like prioritizing and embracing simplicity will really kind of make you more grateful for the moments in life and not so much like the big, like one big thing to another. Another way to romanticize your life is to consume positive content. And actually, I just did this this weekend. It's very funny that I'm talking about this because I actually wrote this episode, um, like little bullet points and outline for this episode a while ago. But this weekend, I kind of, like, was feeling, like, this underlying sense of stress. And I was like, I don't know why I am. But I honestly think it's because I was spending too much time online. And I was subscribed, especially on YouTube. Not so much on Instagram, but on YouTube. I was subscribed to a lot of, like, news channels and different, like, news personalities. People that I like to hear the news from and whatever. But a lot of the news lately has been a lot of people just complaining about things and sometimes it's people complaining about the things that I actually find joy in and then that makes me feel bad I'm like wait okay so you say like this like oh like this is what's wrong with society today and I'm like actually I really enjoyed like this you know like I heard some people complaining about Taylor Swift's album and I was just like this honestly makes me feel like it it like maybe I was too sensitive I was in like too sensitive of a state of mind but I was like, I got extreme joy out of that album. I got like, you know, emotion. I cried to it. I laughed to it. I sang to it. And for you to take something that I like and to say, oh, this is stupid and like, ew. I'm like, no, that's not, that's not happy. And even if it's not something that like personally offends you or personally like makes you feel like down about yourself. um, Because for me, I take stuff that people say and I'm like, what are they saying about me, you know, because I got to make it about myself, but, um, if it's something that is just, like, something that's not positive, something that is a little bit, like, just people complaining, people being negative, all of that, even if you agree with what they're saying, sometimes people complaining about people just makes you feel down. It makes you feel like, oh my gosh, like, everything is horrible. I hate this, and so I kind of went through that this weekend, and I was like, no, this is my, like, online space, and I will still know, because I'm subscribed to a lot of news organizations, because I was like, I want to know what's going on in the world, I want to stay aware, and, like, know what the heck is happening with our world, but I know that I get my news, like, so many different places, that there's no way that I'm going to be unaware of what's going on in the world, even if I unsubscribe from these people. And I was like, you know, I don't want to go on my YouTube subscription page or whatever. I've already turned off notifications for YouTube um, because there's too much and it just sucks me in. And so, but I was like, if I go onto my YouTube subscriptions page and don't see this, that they're complaining about this or someone's complaining about that, someone's jabbing at this person and the other person's jabbing back and there's a whole like blah, 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 blah. Like, 
if I go into my YouTube and I see that, I'm going to be like, it's going to instantly make me feel down. Even if I agree with, you know, what so, so-and-so is saying. Sometimes complaining, even if it's legitimate complaining, just gets on your nerves. And so this weekend, I unsubscribed from a bunch of people on YouTube. I was like, no, if you're complaining about so-and-so, or even if you're just complaining in general, I don't care if I agree with you or not. This is my online space. I do not want to hear you complaining. So I just did a big cleanse of my YouTube because I was like, I do not need to see that you're talking about this, you're talking about that. It's getting me down and it's just, it seems super petty and just meaningless. I don't know. Sometimes I get very annoyed with the news, no matter where I see it. I'm just like, gosh, you're just so much better than the people that you don't like, right? not. I don't know. We all have our own issues and everything. And I'm just like, you're not perfect. So stop acting like it. Everyone's a hypocrite. So just, just, I'm sorry. (laughs) So anyway, that was my experience this weekend of trying to curate my online space and really do own your online space because that is your place. You know, there's so much that you can't control in the real world. So If you're going to be online, you might as well control what you get to see online. If you do not want to see this person or you don't want to follow this person, don't do it, you know, or mute them if it's awkward to unfollow. Um, Really make your online space as positive as you can because there's no use in going online and just seeing people fighting and feeling like you have to put up with that because real life is, is chaotic anyway. You don't need to see people fighting online. That is not healthy, you know? And if you ever feel like you can't get away from it, because even though I unsubscribed from those people, I was just like stooping over it and all of that. Nothing specific, but just like, just, I was like, God, people are such hypocrites. Like everyone is so, you know, they think they're better than people and then they have a weak moment and then it shows that we're all the same. I was just like, this is just not it. And so if you ever feel like, even though you have fixed your online space, you can't get out of it, take a break. That's another tip to romanticize your life. Take a break. Um, but I'm going to get away from that because I definitely feel like I've talked about that a little too much in an episode about romanticizing your life. So my next, I think it's the fourth tip that I have. I've lost count, but my fourth tip to romanticizing your life is to do fun things during the weekdays. There's actually a podcast that I really like. It's called Fun on Weekdays. And it was kind of founded around this principle of like, you don't just live for the weekends. Don't just have fun things happen on the weekends. Sure, I get the idea of saving like, you know, drinking or having like more indulgent foods and whatever for the weekends that for me, that is how I make my weekend special sometimes. Um, Just saving specific things for the weekends. But it does not mean that you have to save everything for the weekend. I can get so, like, I'm going to be good, and I'm doing air quotes. You can't see that. But I'm doing air quotes with my fingers, by like, I'm going to be good this week. Like, what does that mean? I, it doesn't mean that you can't go get coffee during the week, or you can't go out to eat for lunch, or for dinner during the week. You don't have to wait for the weekend. And I feel like a lot of us do this and it gets very mundane. So having things happen during the week, going out with friends during the week, it doesn't have to be Friday night. It could be a Monday night, you know? Um, Like I remember one of our interns was talking to me and she was like, I went out to, you know, one of my favorite bars. Um, She's like, I went out last night and it was a Tuesday. And she's like, I don't know why I went out on a Monday night. And I was like, you know what? 
like, as long as you're being responsible and you can, like, come here in the morning, I don't, like, all the power to you. It's fun to go out just in, like, sometimes it's fun to do things where it's, like, typically it would be during the weekend, but you're, like, there's sometimes a little bit more magic in going out on, like, a Tuesday, Wednesday night than there is on going out on a Friday night, because, you know, you know, people go out on Friday nights, but not everyone goes out on a Wednesday night, and it's a lot of fun to just kind of be like, this is something during the week that I am doing that I find fun, that I find very rewarding, I find that I look forward to it, and it's just kind of something that is, kind of makes you, it gets you out of that weekly run-of-the-mill type of schedule kind of in that same vein but kind of on a wider scale is another way to romanticize your life is give yourself things to look forward to my gosh I have been doing this ever since I started working full-time honestly I have been like okay cool I have a very set schedule honestly I love having a set schedule in college everything was changing from semester to semester I felt like I never had an actual like real schedule and now I'm do and it's great and it's fabulous but I'm like okay cool I know what I'm doing from 8 to 5 Monday through Friday um I know where I'm gonna be pretty much and now I can kind of plan okay my weekends I I love doing things I think I've mentioned this on the podcast more recently but I have been giving myself things to do during the weekends like I have been looking at calendars and being like, oh, this event sounds fun, sign up for that. Uh, This event sounds great, okay, we'll do that. And I've been putting it in my calendar and I know that I have this to look forward to during the weekend or I have that to look forward to during the week, you know? There are certain meetings that I'm like, that sounds fun, I'll go to that. And it's like during the week and I'm like, this is fun, I enjoy that. So I feel like breaking up my schedule, um, sometimes it's great to have, you know, just a week where I have just work and then my free time is my free time I don't have anything scheduled but more often than not I like to do things I like to go out and I like to have things during the week that I'm looking forward to like I was talking about this week I've got a photo shoot that is work but it's like out of the ordinary it's very fun it's very cool um but I also have like an event that is also for work but it's not it's I was invited because I'm working. I don't know. It's a career event at my university. I actually went last semester. Um, not last semester. I went last um fall, basically. And I got invited back, which is very exciting. Uh by the time this episode is out, it'll be like fine that I'll be saying this. <laughs> I don't know. I get nervous about like sharing things too soon. But I'm excited about that event. I'm very excited. And so even though it's a work thing, I'm like, cool. That that kind of breaks up my my week a little bit. It's not just like, okay, go sit there and then maybe go out for lunch or maybe work through lunch. I don't know. And then yeah, go home. So giving myself things to look forward to really helps me be like, oh, I've got stuff going on. Because for me, I feel most successful when I have things going on. Not when I'm totally slammed, but when I do have things going on, I'm like, cool. So sometimes I will schedule things because I want to have things going on. And it really does help me be motivated by like, oh, this week is a little out of the ordinary. I've got this going on. And it it really works wonders and it makes me feel like, cool, I've got this. All right, my last tip on how to romanticize your life is take something ordinary and make it just a little extra special. And an example that I have 
been doing for the past couple of weeks is taking my morning coffee. Normally, I would just have like coffee with a splash of almond milk, oat milk, something like that. And that's the way I would have it. But there was a certain week, like a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, where I was just like so unmotivated in the morning. I was like, I cannot, like, I can't get up. I don't know. Like, I do get up, but I just don't feel excited about the day ahead. And I've mentioned coffee so much in this episode, but I really do enjoy coffee. I really enjoy the experience of having coffee. Um, And so I took my morning coffee and instead of just like putting a splash of almond milk in there, I frothed my almond milk and then put it in and it frothed up really well. And I put it in a nice mug and all of that. And it just kind of made me feel like, oh, I'm doing something a little special for myself. That's nice. And so you could do stuff like that, like make yourself a breakfast in the morning, set outside a little more time and do your hair kind of more special than you typically do it. If you like taking baths, put a bath bomb in there or something or light a candle. Um, If you like to listen to a podcast in the car, like play that podcast and give yourself a little extra time to kind of like maybe finish the episode. I don't know. There's just so many ways to kind of amp up the way that you're living your life in a way that kind of makes it a little more special, makes you feel a little more put together, and all of that. And that actually, teeing off of that, I said it was my last point, apparently not, but your wardrobe really makes you feel uh, confident. Like, I don't know what I'm wearing tomorrow, but it's probably going to involve some heels because wearing a pair of heels really makes me feel put together, confident, um and just taller, you know, I'm 5'1", so I need that, but it makes me feel like, yeah, cool, my outfit's great, and then I've got heels, so it's even better, so I don't know, just taking small things and kind of amplifying them and making you feel like you have your life a little bit more put together will make you feel a little more confident in your life, and there's no one quick fix, but I hope that this episode really gave you some ideas on how to kind of take your life to the next level, make it feel a little more special, a little more like less run of the mill and more unique and uh, special, sparkly, exciting, beautiful. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe to the podcast and go follow me on Instagram. I really love having people over there. It's super, super fun. That's also where I post the most. Um, Did not mean to rhyme, but yeah, that's where I post most often. Uh, so yeah, that's my platform of choice. Hope you enjoyed. I love you so much. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.